Welcome back, sons and daughters, thriving in the kingdom of God. I thank God for tonight. I thank God for his word. Tonight, we want to uh, look into prayer. You know, prayer is so big right now, the communicating with God and staying focused on God, staying in the gap, staying on the wall. Prayer is so needed today. We have to stay focused in what's going on because there's so many distractions in this world right now. There's so many things that is literally trying to pull us away from the things of God, pull us away from the, the changing of our whole life, the changing of where the place where God is wanting to take us to greater and greater places. But we keep getting pulled back by situations that happen in life. We get pulled back, but instead of us moving forward we get stuck we get stuck in the pool but I just believe that prayer literally grips us and pulls us on through that's why we got to remember to cry unto the Lord cry unto the Lord call upon his name for he hears us but when things pull us back and we get to the point where now we're we're wallowing in our pity, we're wallowing in some of the things that are happening in our lives, we're wallowing in it. And some of the things truly, yes, they are bad, yes, they do hurt, yes, but there's a plan. There's a plan out there to literally slow you down, especially when it's something that you can't control, especially when it's something that is out of your hands. We have to literally rest in the promises of God, rest in the fact that he's faithful, rest in the fact that he's loving, worshiping, worshiping in the fact that he is literally taking care of us. If we look unto him, if we look to him to literally help us go through, because I've said many times, there's going to be some things that we're not going to be able to change. There's going to be some prayers that we're going to pray and we're going to just pray the will of God. Lord, let your will be done. Those sometimes can be some hurtful prayers because it's almost like you have to allow the wind to blow and it's really nothing that you can do about it. But you got to trust in the God that is watching over you. You got to trust in the God that has given you promises. You got to trust in the God that said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You have to trust in the God that literally have clothed you with righteousness. He's clothed you to the point that you can come close to him. He can come close to you. And that is so important right now today. We got to receive the presence of God. We got to receive the word as being his presence, being his idea, being that cloak that literally holds us steady in those hard times. But we have to know tonight over in Isaiah 65. Isaiah 65 and 24. Mm. That is a good word. Isaiah 65 and 24. It reads, of course, I'm going to my scripture. It reads, And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. 
can we receive that tonight? Can we receive that the very ear of God is attending to your words, is attending to your prayers, is attending to your communication, is attending to you? He says in the 24th verse, and it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And I just believe because of Holy Spirit, he is the answer to every problem we have. And because we have him in our lives, see, that's the benefit. That's the benefit of having Holy Spirit in your life. He is that answer that answers before you even pray. He is that answer that come before you even lift up your voice to worry. He is that answer. He is that answer that comes before you even get to that point where anyone can literally bring you down. He's there because he is the joy of the Lord. He is God's peace. He is God's righteousness. And when we get in these hard places, when we get in these hard places, we got to know God hears us before we even pray. He's listening to our hearts. He's listening to our hearts. And when we humble ourselves, come on. Prayer is a place where we humble ourselves. Prayer is not a place that we go in to demand anything, to pull down anything, but prayer is a place where we humble ourselves so that we might hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. And when we humble ourselves and allow God, come on, allow God to get a word in because he says, I hear you before you even speak a word. I know what your heart is, the very intent of your heart. I know where you are. And we got to get to the point where we know that God knows. And if we know that God knows, sometimes it's just better just to sit in the presence and just thank him. Thank him that he is a rewarder. Thank him. Thank him that he is a deliverer. Thank him. He is a savior. Some of the, some of the stuff that we in, we don't know why we're there. And some of the stuff we in, we do know why we're there. But I'm telling you, to know God's love, he'll help us go through some of the mess that we created. He'll take us through it, take us all the way through it. But it's in the humbling. It's in the humbling of our, of our hearts that he says, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, he says, I will hear. I will hear. That's Isaiah 65 and 24. If you can put that in your heart, if you can put that in your mind, that's reassuring right there. That's confidence to grab hold to. That's confidence to grab hold to knowing that God has literally set himself towards me to hear me. To hear me. But we got to be mindful of how we speak. Come on. Mindful of how we speak knowing that he hears us before you even get that word out before you get that word out he hears you and we got to know that he is attending to our prayers oh my god matthew 6 and 9 we talk about the, the lord's prayer the lord's will the lord's desire building a, a a pattern just knowing if you if this is the beginning if this is your moment of knowing how to talk to God and 
getting into that place of understanding over in Matthew 6 and starting at that ninth verse after this manner therefore pray ye our father come on our father so when we pray and knowing that he hears me he's heard me already if I'm saying anything I'm saying it that my ears might hear that my ears might hear what I'm saying that I might be attended to what I'm saying you see sometimes we pray for things and we're not even ready to do some of the things that we pray for we're not even ready to work some of the things that we are asking God for come on we got to work our faith we got to work our faith even when we start praying that's the beginning of your faith when you're trusting in that, that God is your father that's the beginning of your faith which art in heaven and then it says holy hallowed be thy name come on that tells me that when you go before God when you go before him as father lord king you got to know that he's holy you got to know that he's righteous you got to know that there's nothing too hard for your God you got to know that he's got the best answer that can ever be given you got to know that he has every problem fixed in your life. You got to know it. Because that's why we worship. That's why we say holy is that name. Righteous is that name. Oh my God, you are great. You are strong and mighty. You are mighty in battle. You see, before you go into prayer asking for anything, you need to reassure your heart that you know that whom you are asking is more than able to do. Come on. And then even in the asking, we have to know that sometimes God puts the words in your mouth that you might ask for. That's why we, we want to go in as humble as we can because God will give you words to declare. God will give you words to say that literally, literally will turn things around in your life. We can't get to the point where we think we got all the words. He has the words for us to speak. He has the words for us to declare when things start tripping in our lives. That's why we go humbly for him. When you go humbly before the Lord, you know that he has the words that you need. He has everything that you need. So when we begin to, to declare that he's holy, when we begin to declare that he is our father, a father that loves a father that loves and there's nothing mixed in the love that he loves us with. His love is pure. His love is pure. When he says I'm holy, he's only one. He's knows there's no mixtures in him. You're not going to find any mixtures in God. Whatever he says, it is so. Whatever he says, it is so. Oh my God, when we know that we serve, we love, we, we spend time with that kind of God, with that type of lifestyle, that's how he loves me. He loves me with an everlasting love. In spite of all that I'm doing, he still loves me. Oh, come on. That's why I believe the Lord's prayer is not really the Lord's prayer, but it's our prayer. It's our prayer to recognize for ourselves. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth 
as it is in heaven. Come on, this is our prayer. This is our heart. This is the will of God for our lives. This is, these are the words, just think, these are the words that God has literally given us to begin to read and get revelation on these words. Get revelation on what he's saying to us. Thy kingdom come. Come on. God's way of doing things. Come. God's call. Come on. Come. God's desire. Come come to me when you talk about the kingdom of God and you're talking about a king he has rulership he has rules come on and when you begin to call upon his name you're calling upon the righteousness of who he is into your life that's why our ears have to attend to what we're saying because some of the things that we're saying we're pulling these things into our lives when we're pulling these things to expose them what to ourselves we have to take the time to literally pray with the mind that literally this is something that god wants to do for me and this is something that god wants to do through me even when we pray for our brothers and sisters there's nothing that i can do I can pray, but it's the will of God. It's the work of God. It's the awesomeness of God that becomes in our lives, that the work begins in our brothers and our sisters' lives. He puts words in our mouths to declare. And I go back and I think about uh, Elijah all the time, even when it comes to him uh, speaking the word of rain and him speaking the word that it will not rain anymore. God put words in our mouth that he might set things in motion by us speaking and us declaring. He sets things in motion by us. What is it that God is saying to you that he's trying to set in motion? Is he trying to free you tonight? Is he trying to deliver you tonight? God is wanting to set some things in motion through your words. Through your words. Come on, let us uh, not pray the problem. Let us not go before God with the problem. He sees it. He knows it. What do you say? That's what I believe God is saying to us tonight. Now that I see your problem, you see your problem, what are you saying? Because when we pray, when we go before the Lord, when we pray, we're praying knowing who he is. We're praying knowing all that he's able to do, even when it comes to uh, us needing the change. Even when it comes to us needing the deliverance to take place in our lives. Maybe the deliverance isn't on the outside. It could be on the inside. Some of our belief systems, some of the things that we believe in, some of the things that we've done so long in our lives, and we think it's true. We think it's the, the will of God, and it's not. That's why when you come to God humbly, in prayer, you allowing God to see you and you see yourself. Because when you stand before a holy God, I'm telling you, the light of God exposes us. The truth of God reveals us. So we have to also in prayer be ready to be seen. Be ready for things to be uh, what shown to us. 
that needs to be changed in our lives, that we can have that relationship, that we can pray that prayer of faith. Why? Because no longer are the filters from the outside uh, disturbing what God is wanting to do on the inside of my life. But he says, thou kingdom come. We're praying for the kingdom of God to come and we're praying for the will of God to be done in earth as it is in heaven. Come on, just as the spirit lives and abide and has set rules and laws and principles on the inside of us. Come on, let that life of the spirit become my life. Can we declare that? Let that life of the spirit of God become my life. He has words. He is the word. Amen. He is the word. It says, give us this day our daily bread. It seems to me as if God is wanting to keep us close. He's wanting to supply our daily needs. That means that I'm going before the Lord daily. I'm, I'm seeking him daily. I'm, I'm talking to him daily. Even when it comes, give us this day our daily bread so that means that he's literally if he's going to give us this day he's provided everything we need within this day amen that's why in prayer, a lot of times you find yourself giving thanks you find yourself giving thanks because literally god has brought woke you up come on that means that your day has already been provided for your day has already been provided for. We're literally prophesying in our lives. We're literally speaking life into our lives. When we begin to pray, this prayer is such. And with the revelation of this word, give us this day our daily bread. And then it says, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Come on now. Where are we at in that place? Where are we at? I'm telling you, when you humble yourself, when you humble yourself before God and you begin to say these things, forgive us our debts. And some, some of us know we got a lot of debt out there. We need crop failure to go on in our lives like crazy because we've literally said some things, we've done some things, and we do not need to reap some of those things that we've sown. And we see, we just declare crop failure over a lot of those situations because we do not want to reap some of those things. So, but he says, forgive us, you say, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors so we know there looks here there's some transactions going here we see that i'm literally asking for a thing but i gotta give a thing come on i gotta give for what i'm asking for if you're asking for me to give you the power to uh, a note so if you're asking me for forgiveness all i'm asking you is to forgive those that have trespassed against you i'm asking you to forgive them because they stand with the same mind. They stand in that same place needing forgiveness. They stand in that same spot. But we get to that place, we get a hard heart. But when we come to prayer, there's no hard heart there. Because coming to prayer says, I need you. Me coming in prayer saying, I can't live without you. I need you to turn these situations around. But God said, you know what? I can and I will, but I also want you to turn them around. Let them go. Release them. 
Release them. People have done us wrong a thousand times, but God says every day, release them. Release them. And just let the will of God be done in your and their lives. When we release, don't release with that mind talking about something evil. Go, Lord, get them. No, he didn't get you. He didn't get you. And we, we're thankful for that. So we're not going to sick God on nobody. We're going to desire for salvation to take place. We're going to desire for change to take place in their lives. Just like the same change that God is trying to uh, make happen in our lives. We got to get to the place that we literally show forth the glory of God. If we say that we are children of God, there should be some resemblance there. And God is a God that forgives. He is a God that loves. Come on. And through our praying and through the place of saying, you know, Lord, you want me to forgive them. You know what? Lord, give me the wisdom and give me the knowledge and the, you know, and the anointing to forgive. We need to be anointed to even be able to forgive. Come on. That same anointing will help you to forgive with revelation knowledge on why. God's not asking us to, to do something that he's not willing to explain to us why he said what he said. Because it's going to be good. You're not going to be stuck. You're not going to con uh, constantly rehearse stuff that has constant that has happened in your life the enemy wants us to constantly rehearse our bad rehearse what has happened to us rehearse keep rehearsing the past when god is trying to give you a future he he's given us that future hope and we live with the mind of having a future hope. I will not get stuck in what happened yesterday when God has given me a future hope. Come on, even with reading our prayer, there's future hope. He said, look, and forgive me. And as I forgive them, look here, my future hope comes forth. It comes up in my life. And then it says, and lead us not into temptation that means that i'm following the leadership of god i need your leadership i need you to guide me i need you to walk me through this life because i'm walking in a place that i know not of that's humbling yourself because you know what we've seen everything that we thought we've seen i mean it's like we think we've seen it all but you don't know it's that unseen stuff it's that unseen stuff that the Holy Ghost leads us through. It's some of the things that if, if, you know what, if we really saw the danger, if we really saw what the, what the enemy was literally trying to do in our lives, if we really saw what God was protecting us from, you talking about fear. The enemy desires to kill, steal, and to destroy. Kill steal and to destroy he wants to break us down but then the lord is telling us declare we're being led by god so i will never be led into temptation i will never be led into temptation but guess what even if i am led into that place of temptation look what i've said i said lord deliver me Deliver me from this evil. Huh? 
deliver me from this evil. Be mindful of some of the things that you're saying. You're asking God for the deliverance of the evil. That means that when the temptation is there, the way of escape is also there. Just declare for the door of escape to come. Come on, reveal yourself. Let there be light that I might see the door of escape. Come on, that I will not fear no evil. I will not fear it at all because he's with us. We will not fear evil because he's with us. These are the things that we have to take to heart. These are the things that we got to know within our hearts and build ourselves upon it. That he is with me. Hallelujah. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. For thine is the kingdom. Hallelujah. Thine is the kingdom. So even when we think about the kingdom of God, I am the kingdom of God. I walk in the kingdom of God. I walk in his goodness. He's taught me his goodness. He's taught me his mercy. He's taught me his patience. He's taught me his love. He's taught me. So when we literally begin to rest in the kingdom, we become that kingdom. We become like that kingdom. That when these episodes come, that when trouble tries to come, that which is in the kingdom, that which is built up in the kingdom, it comes forth and speaks. Come on. It comes forth and speaks on our behalf. Knowing that we got the power of God. We got the glory of God to literally show forth in the earth. God, through, through the power, we have the ability. Come on. And through the glory, the ability to show the glory forever of God and his goodness. Of God and his mercy in his love and his compassion. Let us walk in compassion and lots of mercy. Amen. Let us walk in the love of God and his compassion. It is good. It is good. And even reading the word uh, over there in, um, where is that? In Micah, M-I-C-A-H, Micah 6 and 8. He says, he has shown thee, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. Come on, walk humbly with him. That is his desire for us to walk before him in a humble manner. That we might hear the word. That we might know what the spirit is saying to the church. Amen. What the spirit is saying to the church. He's always sharing with us. He's always sharing with us. And we just thank God tonight for that word that we can build upon this word. And trust in God's word as being our word. And we use it as being our word, speaking with love. Because why? We're building a relationship with the Lord. And the Lord is putting his word in our mouths. He's putting his word in our mouths that we might declare truth. And that we might declare righteousness. 
Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name for your words. We bless you for your peace. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, you be blessed. You be empowered. Be empowered to prosper. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.